sit down and listen to this. I got a juicy piece of news, and it's reliable. Allen in Accounting got it from Stephen in Promotions, who got it from Cindy in Retail Sales, who got it from Arlene, the station manager's secretary, that the station is definitely way over budget and somebody's getting the axe. But don't tell anybody I was sworn to secrecy. And that is from Frasier. And are you spreading gossip? Do you find yourself finding the juicy pieces in other people's lives and spreading it to other people and then telling them not to tell? What does that do to you, knowing that you're a person that thrives on that sort of fuel uh what is it what do you do if somebody is starting to gossip and part of you wants to hear the story because who doesn't want to hear a juicy story but you sense that it's private and you sense that the person's crossing the line do you have the words in your mind to be able to say you know this sounds a bit private or i'm uncomfortable hearing this i'd prefer not to do are you able to say that or not that's one of the many things we talk about on this show how to run your mind better how to you're the manager of your own mind are you a good manager or are you not quite a good manager are you sometimes good and sometimes not good how do you clean up the shop so to speak so that you love living in your own mind you have a good way to make decisions you have some wonderful skills under your belt. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. The show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on any personal issue going on in your life. And although it's not therapy, pick up the phone and give me a call and maybe I can give you a tip that will send you on the right path. Uh, the number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And I want to welcome Sandra to the show. Sandra, you have a relative who stole from you? Well, it's not actually, it's a daughter-in-law's brother. Okay. And uh, he's quite fond with computers and has repaired our computers before. Yeah. And uh, we invited him into our home and paid him well, and he did a great job. And yeah. my mother, who my just mother, uh, had gotten a new card after my dad's passing and was in the drawer. Didn't realize it was gone until we got a statement. A new, a new credit card? Credit card. Once my dad passed away, yeah. they had to reissue it. So okay. Door, Mom hadn't used it. All of a sudden, we get a statement showing these charges. Well, we couldn't. We thought maybe Mom had dropped it. We didn't know it was him. Yeah. Called the police, did all the things they were supposed to do. Yeah. Come to find out, when my, my son-in-law went and looked at the gas station and saw a picture of the person. He was so upset for my mother. Because she's grieving over my dad, and now she's got a credit card theft. And oh, wait a minute, slow that down. I didn't quite hear that last <laughs> sentence. Yeah, go ahead. My my son-in-law was so worried for my mother, who was quite upset over this. Right. This maybe she dropped <coughs> her card. And, right. You're you know, worried about identity theft yeah. and the rest. Right. Yeah. And she's almost eighty. And just lost her husband anyway. Yeah. He looked at the got someone to show him the film at the gas station, and sure enough, this is who it was. So rather than, we had already turned it into all the law enforcement. Yeah. And we, you know, maybe this was the problem. We should have gone to my daughter-in-law and son-in-law and said, hey, what's going on? But my mother felt very strongly that she should proceed, that if someone did that, they should be responsible. Oh, wonderful. Um, I like you. I like her. And our family, we have a very functional family. My yeah. husband and I have been married 38 years. We have yeah. three children. You know, we yeah. are law-abiding and honest people. Yeah. So my daughter, when they, the detective finally went to his house to find him, Yeah. and word of it got to my daughter-in-law, and my daughter-in-law called me screaming on the phone. Yeah. How dare you? Turn in her Why brother. Why you call us? 
Yeah. Um, I've put up with you for 18 years huh. with all this shenanigans. Yeah. You were dead to me. Yeah. Hung up. Yeah. Now, well, that's going to affect your relationship with your son. Yeah, well, this is the problem. Now, let me just say, this girl, who I've done everything I can, I took her in when she had just turned 18. She lived with us for four years. Yeah. She was my son's friend, not a girlfriend at the point. Yeah. Saved enough money to buy her own home. I mean, she's very successful. She's driven. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we've done a lot for her. We've loved her. We've cared for her. Mm-hmm. And it's just been a constant turmoil. She has a lot of dysfunction in her family, and we have a warm, loving family who have tried so hard. Yeah. And so this happened. I haven't seen my son or my three little grandchildren in two months. Okay. And I've chosen for once not to try to fix because I don't think that we're at fault. I think they owe us an apology. Right. But I'm always smoothing and fixing and trying. Right. And it's just, it's, it's very, very upsetting to me. You know, I have three kids and I'm very close to them. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, what do I do now? So what your son is now? siding with her. Your son isn't torn. He isn't trying to... My son is very torn, and I think my gut feeling is that she is saying, you talk to your mother, then fine, you choose her over me. Okay, I, so she's drawing you know, a line in the sand. I'm, she's threatening the relationship and the, the integrity of the relationship. That's not... I don't know for <clears> sure. <throat> but I called my son. I uh, sent him a text. I'd let it go for four weeks, and I thought, I'm not going to say a word. I always say something. Yeah. I always fix it. Okay. I numerous things with her. Beca- because uh, what works with her? I said, well, I sent him a text, and I said, if you don't want me to, you know, bother you anymore, you tell me. Yeah. He called me. He says, Mom, I love you. I'm trying to work it out with her. Yeah. And I said, all right, well, you know, it's just, you shouldn't have to choose between your mother and your wife. There's room for both of us. And, you know, I respect that you love her and are standing by her, but get the facts. This right. Is what, you know. Well, the th- so I, yeah. I was able to have a conversation with him and tell him how I felt and what I said. Yeah, so there was a hug that went on between you and him, yeah. and you know that he loves you. It's not That's not the question. The question is, he's in an awful moral, he's in a moral bind right now, Sandra. Yeah. And um, and you have made a different choice. Instead of enabling or groveling or trying to be the fix-it person or apologizing for something you don't feel sorry for doing, it, it it's um, you're taking the moral high ground. And properly so. And it sounds like uh, you're protecting your mother. You're protecting anyone else who could be, who could be a victim of this guy. And the fact that your daughter-in-law has a brother who's a thief, she's got to deal with that. You're ex- well, the, the, the nice part about the whole situation was that after my mother, you know, after this all happened and I came home and I, I, I just was shocked. I said, Mother, she just called me. This is what she said. Yeah. I said, I, I'm, I'm shocked. She said, well, first of all, she said, you shouldn't have said anything to her. I said, I was trying to give her the facts of what had happened. Right. And right. she said, first of all, she said, it's not your place to solve it. And I'm the one, my mom said, yeah. I'm the one that was pressing the charges. Yeah. When she found out about the boy and that he was trying to get his life back <clears> on track and has two small kids and right. said I was desperate, he wrote, he, he talked to my mother. And my mother said, here's what I want you to do. I'm going to drop the charges. If you promise me, you're going to save money. You're going to let me know how you're doing and never do this again. Yeah. I am going to give you a chance. And what happened? I know we're down to the last few seconds. So. He, he, okay. He wrote us. He wrote thank you to everybody. We haven't heard a thing from him. And this has been a month and a half ago. 
Okay. So I, I hear he's doing okay, but. So here is the principle, um, what my favorite author is, Ayn Rand, and in her book, Atlas Shrugged, she has a statement, I think this is paraphrased, those who grant sympathy to the guilty grant none to the innocent. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Those who grant guilt, sympathy to the guilty, grant none to the innocent. So your son is between a rock and a hard place because he probably doesn't want to lose the integrity of the marriage. And it really pivots on your daughter-in-law. Your daughter-in-law needs to face the facts that her brother stole. And she could be outraged at the brother. And if she is, that's the healthy part in her. The fact that you reported it might have been the best thing for the brother and for anybody else who would be a victim. And it certainly shows integrity on your mother's part and on your part, too. So I think you don't need to go groveling. I think you're on the right path. And I think the fact that you periodically may hug your your son with a text and hug back, he needs to work this through. So listen, I thank you so much for the call. And um, and I think... Patience, you, in other words? <laughs> uh, yeah, patience and just going for the long run that you want to stay connected with him. Thank you so much. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. Well, folks, if you're planning on going vacation or maybe you're just looking for a new book to read, pick up The Selfish Path to Romance with Dr. Ellen Kenner and with Dr. Edward Locke. The book is so important for those who seek a healthy, loving relationship. Are you someone that always seems to choose the wrong person? Well, then you need to read this book. Or maybe you just want to improve your relationship, understanding what sex is good and why it's good. Perfect book for anyone making a change in a relationship. Maybe you're going to explore a dating service, learn how to avoid making bad romantic choices. Maybe you have a family member who's coming out of a difficult relationship. Why not get the book for them? Dr. Kenner explains why your need should be met and why it's so important for someone to be comfortable, love themselves before they can love another. Stop watching everyone else be happy. Chapter one is free online at drkenner.com. This could change your life. Stop settling. Start enjoying your life of romance and passion. The Selfish Path to Romance, available on Amazon right now.